Hey, James, let's check the messages before Ryan gets here. Okay, yeah, is there anything new? I think so. The light's flashing. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let's listen to that before the show gets going. <laughs> oh, my God. It's right. Okay. I I tried to call my wife, but uh, uh, her uh, her phone's up. She must be at work. It's um it's Friday, June 21st. Um, you guys are about to do the show, and the only phone I could get was this one because all your phones are turned off. But um, I want to let you know that I was sexually uh, assaulted by a wolf. That's why I'm not going to be on the show this week. Uh, I'm really scared. I can't get a hold of anybody. But the good news is, is I have a wife who would never see a zombie movie without me. And uh, also, I have a bunch of comic books that no one would ever get rid of. Um, and I can read them when I I get back into, uh, into oh my God, do you hear that? The wolf is near. I gotta hang up before it elates me again. I'll see you guys next week. Hopefully. Boy, I hope he's okay. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. I'd hate to be raped by a wolf. Um, I really hope he doesn't come back. He might be mad at us. Maybe he's gotten all feral. Hey, what's that? Uh, don't answer the door, Brad. Just don't answer the door. Why should I answer the no, door? No, Brad, get away from the this door. This isn't a movie, no, James. Stop. This has to be afraid no, of. Brad, you sons of bitches. You know what it's like to have a wolf cock into your butts? Well, I do. And you not only do you not listen to my message, I was totally sexually assaulted by a wolf. Do you need rape counseling? I do. And I also need all my comic books back, you assholes, that my wife burnt. I think it's so cool. Oh, Ryan's not on the show. We're going to change the format. You know what happens when you change the format? You don't get urgent messages about when a wolf rapes you. And mine well, must have been a black wolf because it hurt. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic-Con. I am Ryan. To my left is... Brad. To my right is... James. And every week we go see a new movie. This week we saw White House Down with Channing Tatum. <sighs> I just want to say... He's dreamy. The he reason we picked this movie, uh, there were some other reasons, but when Ryan, when Brad said to me, I can name the episode Olympus is Fucked 2, I was sold. Like, there was no... <laughs> I wasn't going to let anybody change our mind. I was like, no, we have to go see White House Down. Nice. That's too good. Or Olympus is Fucked-a-der. <laughs> oh, man. Of course, the best way to listen to Real Nerds Podcast is through Tweaked Audio Earbuds. If you logged on to tweakedaudio.com, and when you pick any earbuds... Hit Real Nerds in the promo code when you check out. You'll get third off your whole order. Just a third off your whole order. It's a sweet deal. It's a sweet deal. Yeah. Remember, Real Nerds, R-E-E-L-N-E-R-D-S. Tweakedaudio.com. Awesome earbuds. People who pay full price? Suckers. Totally. You get an exclusive deal for listening to our podcast. And if you've never listened to our podcast, you're like, hey, what are these guys all about? Hey, I don't like these guys. Why are you so curmudgeon listener? Yeah. Man. Yeah, come on. Be nice. Um, we go see a new movie every week. And I already mentioned we saw Olympus Has Fallen. Um, see what I, I did there? You guys yeah. didn't even pick it up. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Because we saw White House Is Down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I did not notice the difference. <laughs> Get Spoiler it? alert. Spoiler alert. Uh we also talk about movies we saw during the week because we also not only go see movies, we watch movies in our daily life and we talk about them. We also do fan mail, which you guys uh, went ahead and rearranged last week, which I don't appreciate. Oh, oh did we? <laughs> I, don't, I don't seem to remember that. You I would never do anything to disturb your format or your show, Ryan. I remember fumbling through an episode, so I'm sure it happened, <laughs> yeah. 
Then we also check what was the king of the box office the week before. Do some movie news. Do comic books. Um, we do a lot of entertainment stuff. Yeah. And you know, we're gonna try to play a game tonight yeah, to get you. Uh, Entertained. Entertained with the a special thing that is going to happen soon. Yeah. Brad, you really need to work on your segues. I know I suck. <laughs> you do. Um, That's why I don't talk We're much. practicing <laughs> games because sometime soon we might have to do one live. Here. Uh, what? Guys, let a professional do oh, this. Oh, okay, sorry. Let the star right, do right. it. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Appearing live June 31st at the Castleman Bar in Aurora, Colorado. June 31st? I said July, you son of a no. bitch. No, you said June. I That's said July. Okay. Just get to the part about no, kids I'm getting in free on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, in all seriousness, we are going to be doing a live show July 31st at Castleman Bar where the debut of good friend Zach Eastman's movie, The Boy Who Stares, yeah. will go there. But hey, what's the best part about this, James? Uh, all of the proceeds are going to go to Aurora Rise. Awesome. Which and, is fantastic. And for those who don't know who Aurora Rise is, Aurora Rise is a nonprofit organization, a charity that assists victims for the Century 16 theater shooting. Mm-hmm. So it's a good cause. You come out and see us. We're tweaking the new. Sh- we're tweaking a show to do it live, uh, something we've never done before. Are, are you guys nervous? Yeah. Um, yeah? I'm peeing my pants right now. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. That's, gross, that's dude. Real, Brad. Yeah. Get him a puppy pad, at least. Like asparagus <laughs> in here. <laughs> PP pads, they're called. I- I'm, I'm, I'm a nervous excited uh, because... I, I'm a performer at heart, so we're gonna find out firsthand, like in real time, if we're funny or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Uh, we'll have to. When I get up there, I'm gonna have to imagine there's nobody else there and be like, "Oh yeah, we're just doing the show again." Uh, you guys might need validation, but Phil Lamar told me I was really funny. <laughs> just, just in case you guys are wondering. You also got booed oh, by the entire. Yeah, room. but that was uh, that was the reaction I was going for. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, he yeah, was trying yeah, to get booed. So yeah. if we try to get yeah. booed, Phil Lamar will think we're funny. No, guys, it's not about being booed. It's about being entertaining. I really don't. I'm going to load. Uh, Some people have to be the heel, guys. I'm going to load the cricket sound effect in my iPod so I can play <laughs> it if there's ever any dull moments. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, um, be good. But yeah, so come see us July 31st. Are tickets available for that yet? Uh, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I th- uh, Zach will be on next week. Oh, wait. It's not even Castleman it. anymore, is it? It is. No, it is. Is that the Royal Movie Tavern? No, it's a castle. No, it's a castle. Okay. That fell through. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, Zach will be on next week to talk about it because I won't be here again. Yeah. Because you're going so back to another like state nobody care cares about. about. Show yeah, I know. It's, it's so weird. I've been so busy with work and then just. I'm starting to think he's crap. moonlighting with another podcast. <laughs> Never, oh, guys. No. Never, guys. He's guest starring on the Heart On podcast every week. I only have one heart in a podcast and I go all the way in. No, Heart On. That's a dick joke. So you'd only have one dick in a podcast. Yeah, that's what we do. Well, anyway. Anyways, uh, so yeah, if you're like, oh my God, I'm done listening to these guys already. If the <laughs> do they ever talk be- about movies? Pop. <laughs> if the script at the beginning didn't turn off the audience. <laughs> All of my family members have already sent me nasty emails. I know, I can't even get my wife to listen to my own podcast. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she listened to the one she was on last week. No, she was on it. I Why know. Why you listen to a podcast you're on? Well, she likes to hear the sound of her own voice. Oh, that's true. She's really excited to take your job. I know. She wanted to do yeah. interviews at Denver Comic Con, and I know, that's but true. she was you know, like gung ho to do last week's show. It was great. You know, you know what's you know what's a bummer though, guys? Is she'll never make as much money as I do. <laughs> you dick! Oh man, man, that's an old joke. Boys. In a week filled with I, issues about women's rights, you yeah, had to go. I, you I had to go really, there. Man, I I can't watch enough Dick Van Dyke show for that to be funny. Wow, Dick Van Dyke's great. You really, you really just hurt my feelings. I'm sorry, your, James. 
anti-feminist Really? Uh, you know what hurt my feelings? You talk about going on dates with my wife. <laughs> that never happened. Uh, that I never listened happened. to last week's show, James. That never yeah, happened. You and my wife have a little thing going No, no, no. Out no. Of the room. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, because you guys messed up my show last week, you buttheads, um, I start every show with fan mail because the fans are why we do this show. Well, maybe not you. You probably do it for the notoriety and the, the narcissism. and Yeah, I do. You know, but I do it for the fans. Um, hey guys, we met some really nice girls at Comic-Con, Rebecca and Alexis. They're from Narrate. They yeah. made a sweet motion comic app. Really? Yes. Fantastic. That you, that you can download for free on the iTunes store and Android market. You need an iPad and an, an Android tablet to run it, but they're soon going to optimize it for phones. Phones. Cool. Yeah. And hey, Real Nerds listeners, you want another opportunity to get a free stuff from Real Nerds? If you like their Facebook page and you download their app and give them your like username and hashtag real nerds, they'll give you free coins to use to purchase towards some of the emotion comics they have. Very cool. And it's really cool. They demonstrated it for us at Denver Comic-Con. It looks really nice. I told Brad yeah. he should um, do their editor thing on there because he does some great comics. I know. I'm more interested in yeah the, the building aspect of it yeah, where you, you can make can, your own motion comics. You make your own motion comics and you submit it to them and then they put it up on yeah. there. So it's also not only is it fun to read but there's also user building project yeah. thing. I don't know what you'd call it. Editing. Um, it's like Minecraft. Um, f- <laughs> <if you> have, <laughs> it's like Minecraft. Only books. Only books. But it, it looked amazing and I've, I've downloaded it on my um, Kindle Fire and it's fun. Cool. It's also, fun. it works on Kindle Fire, too. It does. It's Neat. K- Kindle Fire is an Android Oh, is it really? Based, oh, man, um, I should have it. Dude, yeah, you should get one. They're like 149 bucks, and they're awesome. Yeah. And when you go on the road and there's nothing else to watch, and you can stream videos for free because I'm on Amazon Prime, it's great. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely check out Narrate, and I'll tell you how to spell it. It's not, you know, how you think. It's N-A-R-R-8, the number eight. And then just download it and check it out. It's really cool. And the girls are really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so stay tuned for that interview, too. Yeah. That'll be up eventually. They'll be up eventually. Still working on those Denver. Yeah, we're Comic-Con working on interviews. Denver Comic Con ones because we had some technical difficulties. Um, push comes to shove, I will listen to them and I will. Um, what do you call it? Transcribe. Transcribe the Thank you. Ones. My yeah. brain just yeah. stopped working, and I'll put them up there. So we'll have a way to do it. So thanks for stopping by, girls. And uh, I just mentioned that because they sent me an email with all that cool information for real nerds listeners. Yep. Um, Daniel on Twitter said at real nurse my parents will be so proud a follow back from the gods of cinema cinema and internet radio my favorite part is a hashtag booyah <laughs> with Stuart scott anybody from espn he only has one eyeball he's the guy who liked us on facebook like a while ago and then finally got on twitter and so i immediately sent him a message like well if you're on twitter you should be liking us on twitter or uh, following us on twitter so when he did i had to i had to follow him back. and when you like us on twitter we follow you back we do well, some of them we, who do we not follow back? Oh, I don't know. Do we follow everybody, I follow everybody back? Yeah, follow everybody back. Everybody. Oh, really? Why not? Oh, neat. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I don't do that because I'm a dick. You are a dick. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. hate the fans. I do. Uh, Mac Brabonix, who sent us a lot of tweets, um, he asked us what comic score he should take his friends to. Easy answer, sir. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Yeah. Where you'll get a half off their back issues, 20% off trades, and talk to Andrew. He'll find you any comic you need. Yeah. And he'll know exactly where it's at. I wanted this uh, mini Marvels because it dealt with like a little spider-man he was delivering papers and it like did a goofy thing on the death of gwen stacy and i was i looked at marvels i couldn't find it and i went andrew i can't find this 
oh, obscure comic. He's like, dude. He walked back there, pulled it out in like a second. So, <laughs> um, he knows his stuff. Yeah. Also, um, Macrobonics is going to be on our show, guys. Yeah. He'll be here for Pacific Rim. So, Macrobonics, don't forget about that. Uh, <laughs> I will I'll direct message you my phone number. I won't put it online because I don't want female stalkers to be calling me and stuff. So, um, <laughs> Don't want, right? Yes. Um, Cora left us a, a message on uh, or a comment on our webpage, uh, realnerdspodcast.com. Uh, and she says, yay, zombies. All right, cool. Thanks, Cora. In reference to the Nerd Wars, right. or Nerd Wars, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Because the there was Wars. zombie talk in that. And then there she was. also sent us an email. She did. And the email is titled, So Many Movies. I love hearing from Cora. Yeah. That's a great picture you have of her at Denver Comic Con, by the way. I know. Isn't it adorable? It is. I wish you'd been I'm, there I'm in the background on the TV. I know. It's great. <laughs> so I was there, even <laughs> though I wasn't sneaking there. Up behind. I was probably talking to celebrities, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you and, you and uh, Lamar were just hanging out. We were. Did I tell you that we did after like his panel? Oh yeah. Why don't you brag about it some more? Yeah. Like he afterwards, he was saying, "Oh, you're so funny. Thanks for filling in for me. I couldn't find this uh, ballroom." I said, "Oh, did you help him find the ballroom?" No, dude. You didn't go to the like the main ballroom. It was a pain in the ass to find. Like you had to. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. The ballroom was a pain in the ass. He's trying to make a dick joke, and you're totally not paying. You know, because I don't care. Yeah. He needs to work on your jokes. But yeah, getting no, around to the great. different panels. Yeah, was, it was a little uh, in the ballroom. I, it, yeah, that was kind of far away, so he was yeah, a little late, and they needed me to. They told me to run interference. That was the <laughs> coolest thing anyone's ever said to me. Um, <laughs> it's like your Jack Bauer, right? Yeah. Jack, we need you to run interference. <laughs> yeah. uh, she says, "Hi, y'all. There are so many movies to watch. I caught up on your episodes and almost up to speed with summer movies. Awesome, Man of Steel is great. It spurred a lot of conversation around what other characters would work with a darker style of Man of Steel and Nolan's Batman's." With Justice League in mind, my votes were Wonder Woman and Green Arrow. What do you all think? Uh, I think Wonder Woman would be a sweet movie if they could pull it off right. Mm-hmm. Um, Green Arrow, I I don't know. Um, I haven't watched a show on the CW. I heard it's doing well. Yeah, I mean, it, I heard it's a really good show. Because I don't know I, a I lot. Think, but oh. I think it's doing well, like, for the CW. Like, the CW still makes these really tween kind of, you know, yeah. shows. I, I mean, I watched it, and it's it's corny as hell. Um I don't think it's. I I think that a badass like, if they did, if they got like a Jane Espenson or a Marty Noxon to write a really great Wonder Woman, and then they did that uh, that Green Arrow Max story where like he's in jail for some reason and it's just him like fighting bad guys trying to get out of jail. Um, I think that would be great. And then you know do a movie where you get those characters together. That'd be fine. Um, but if they do a one, if they do a Justice League movie. And it's like just just Superman and Wonder Woman and Green Arrow, and there's no setup for those other two characters. I think it's gonna just bomb. Um, I would like them to make a, a Flash movie, me too, so that I can learn more about the Flash. I, the, I think my biggest problem with DC superheroes is they're way more corny than Marvel ones yeah. because they have so many. Um, but then again, they made Thor work, and Thor is awesome. So <laughs> oh yeah, right. So, well, but that was that's yeah. I mean. Because I think Flash is a cool character, but I mean, you're taking somebody who runs really fast, right? And so, how do you make that a cool movie? And there's already know. another character that can run almost as fast, Superman. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's his powers diminished. But if I could take, I mean, I'd let Christopher Nolan, you know, shape a universe. I think that would work. Um, because you know, Ma- the Man of Steel is right, even though it's it, Superman is so fantastical that right. it works really well in that world. Yeah. Um, did you see Man of Steel yet, James? I did. Yeah, so we'll talk about it later. Cool. Um, next is Monsters University. It was super fun. I like that it was a bit sc- <laughs> it was a bit scarier. They they are in scare school after all. 
And my phone just died. So oh. <laughs> do you have that email up? <laughs> I, I do. I do. Um, well, that's what happens scarier. when we keep people send me stuff in the movie. The other references to college life were great. Uh, you should definitely see it. But it is not my favorite Pixar. Finding Nemo and Wally for the win. Um, Night and Day before Toy Story 3 and for the birds are, are her favorite shorts. What about yours? Um, well, I'll tell you what. The Blue Umbrella is not my favorite short, which is the one that comes before Monsters, Inc. 3. It's a gorgeously animated Monster, short, yeah. but it's it's almost, it's it's Paper Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but Paper Man's spo- beautiful, though. Spoilers. spoilers. Yeah, they're both beautiful. Yeah, no, and, and it's well done. The animation um, is some of the best, like, 3D. Like, there are parts was like, are they, is that just live action that they put, like, an animated umbrella oh, on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Pixar has ever looked as good as oh, yeah. that short. So, but I will say, like... Brad and I talked after the after we saw the movie, and we were like, "Hey, that's that's totally Paperman, right?" And we're like, "Yeah," but they would have had to have been making this movie long before Wreck-It Ralph came out. There's no way that they, you know, they're not stealing off of anybody. It's really just that both Paperman and this one are pretty base level um, romances that just have this sort of wind aspect to them, um, so they feel like they're the same. But you know. You can't give Pixar a hard time yeah, for if it. Yeah, uh, if you ask me what my favorite one, it's really easy. My favorite Pixar short is La Luna. Oh, um, yeah. Just, yeah. If I'm doing for, like, artistically and how beautiful, and it almost makes me cry when I see it. And uh, if you're going for, like, a goofy one, I love The Magician. Um, mm-hmm. Presto. Forget, Presto. Yeah. yeah. I still love, I love Night and Day. And That's yeah, great uh, yeah. Yeah, La Luna is, is my favorite. Uh, I think it's the one that was in front of t- t- Bug's Life with the two old men playing chess. Oh, yeah, it's a great Still one. love that one. That one is is fantastic. I miss that old man. They need to bring him back somehow. Um, but oh, sorry. There's more email. Uh, we also saw World War Z. She's referring to her boyfriend, I assume, um, Lynch, which was crazy. I will agree with Brad that it ended up or that it ended abruptly. And from what I understand, I didn't delve into as much. It didn't delve into as much as much into the special effects. The social effects of zombies, man, I cannot read. Can we get someone who can read? Uh, <laughs> which is which is why I want to read the book. Uh, but the situations that Brad Pitt found himself in and the way that he managed to escape those super zombies was impressive. I also appreciated how they didn't ever find a spoilers cure. Well, I think spoilers comes before they didn't ever find a... But um, did you all see Contagion in 2011? I haven't, but it made me want to watch it. Otherwise, it was a great action movie with zombies I had the same experience this week I was like I should go see Contagion or I should go rent Contagion it's alright it, it popped up for me because I'd never seen it alright yeah did you another see another paranormal nope. thriller um, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about World War Z a little later too cool um, uh, okay on a serious note Super with Rain Wilson what the fuck <laughs> 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 that was a crazy weird movie and that's why it's it, great <laughs> I thought it was odd how he was motivated by God slash Jesus <laughs> And it was, and it was rapey. Uh, Michael <laughs> Michael watched God Bless America the next day. Yay Netflix suggestions. <laughs> and it was weird, similar tone, and and it had a weird, similar tone to it. Uh, I'm gonna keep my Avengers and Batman Superman movies instead. Uh, yeah, no, um, that you know I loved bizarre. Super, and actually I got it because Brad told me it was awesome. And when I was at Target the week it came out, it was like eight ninety nine. I was like, "Fuck it, who yeah. cares? It can't be that bad." And I Not loved DVD. it. Yeah. yeah, but like it's one of those things where it's hard to recommend to people because oh, yeah. it's it's really bizarre. But it's I mean, a special taste. Yeah, but it's so goofy that I liked it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was eight out, out late last week, and I came home, and my young cousins were here to stay, and one of them is fifteen. And I come in, and he's like at the in the first twenty minutes of Super, and I was just like, "Oh." well, this will be interesting. <laughs> and so the next morning he was like, man, that was weird. <laughs> that movie was so weird. 
oh, I don't even know what I feel about that movie. Well, yeah, yeah. That's you know, sometimes you make a movie like that, and then your next movie is Guardians of the Galaxy. That's so right. you never yeah, know. that's true. <laughs> uh, side notes: Big Fish is the best. I cry every time. And James, I'm not a boy. <laughs> that's tr- that is very true. I did. Mm, yeah, I said something about big fish working better if you're a boy or at least a son (laughs) you sexist asshole Uh, (laughs) it is the greatest movie of storytelling and it is the greatest movie of storytelling and what storytelling brings to people's lives oh I see what you're saying Um, that movie is why we watch movies also I love the idea that you got of you guys doing games and skits on the show and singing John Williams song almost made me cry from laughter take that Laura love the show (laughs) that bit did work (laughs) yeah Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, we're gonna try something. Obviously, obviously, this is the second time that we've done like a funny little skit thing at the beginning. So, mm-hmm. uh, and they're fun. The Brad show went off well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Russell responded to oh it. That's about it. That absolutely killed me when I when I finally heard it, man. Um, it's funny because me and Brad had this long thing where we were gonna do a whole episode where it's just gonna be gardening. Yeah. And uh, why did we end up doing that? Where I was gonna. You just said you want to do a skit before the show. Oh, right? yeah, that was my idea. Yeah. See, I don't remember my ideas sometimes because they're so <laughs> brilliant. I have so many of them that... Uh... Damn, I shouldn't have given you that one. <laughs> we also got a message on Facebook from Russell, uh, who we talked DC. about last week, because we were pretty sure he was handing out our phone number to girls in D.C. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's to give him the brush off. And he said, hey, sweetie, uh, I just thought I'd follow <laughs> up on my previous message. Ignore that voicemail. I know we met a long time ago, and you'd want nothing more than to see how far things go. But I think it'll be a, it'll be good for us to keep our distance. I'll just keep tabs on you through your RSS feed, and we'll remain friends. Okay? Thanks. P.S. James really should stop sticking wood in his ear. <laughs> Thanks, and you, Russell. And, and you read Russell's email like he was totally gay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, sweetie. <laughs> I yeah. can't date you because I'm gay. <laughs> Super. But in all seriousness, yeah. uh, it probably wasn't him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, it's uh, funny though. It's funny. That'd be awesome if he did that. I, it's, if someone did that, I would. That'd be the greatest like <laughs> prank ever. Is it a prank or is it just being an asshole? But okay. it's, it's being an asshole. Apparently, we found out last week that your wife gives out our email address when she goes to sign oh, up yeah. for credit cards at JC Penny. Really, I know, <laughs> man, my wife. Dude, yeah. if she didn't have an amazing rack, I would freaking punch she's her. Gonna, she, well, <laughs> oh, if she ever listened to this God. episode, she yeah. would be pissed because she'd be like, James, I don't shop at JCPenney. Come on. She goes now. to Macy's, yeah, but she doesn't listen to it, so I can say anything about her right yeah, now. Yeah, She's at home, barefoot, feet soaking, baking me some cake. What <laughs> up? <laughs> oh, no. The most racist, sexist episode we've ever had. Totally. Breaking records week Well, I want to play, uh, play into cliches like the movie we saw. So, you know. It's... Hey, spoilers for the review. What do we do next? Uh, we talked about what we watched, James. Guys, what did you do without me? Oh, yeah, I fumbled through a shitty episode of Real Nerds. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Uh, this week I was in Hutchinson, Kansas for uh, work, and it was awesome. You guys should visit it sometime. Um, so I went to their local theater, the Hawkins Theaters. Ooh, um, that sounds fancy. I kept on waiting for some old guy to be tearing gold tickets there, but it didn't yeah. happen. With those, was like, you know, vinyl seats and yeah. Really and I nice kept on hoping that Jack Slater would show up. Just like a really nice little small happening. town theater. No, it was horrible. Oh, it wasn't shit. even stadium seating. I mean, was the last time you went into a movie theater that showed new movies? You know, I mean, I guess big budget movies that wasn't stadium seating. So it was just like folding I, I did chairs. Last week, it's like folding chairs set up into a in a warehouse. Yeah. What movie did you see that didn't have? 
uh, Monsters University and uh, Man of Steel at Where'd the Aura Movie Tavern. Oh, right. They oh. have like desk chairs, and then like all the people in the audience like like to rock in them, and it squeaks, and they should be punched in the face. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, well, because you can eat there, so they've got those kind of chairs. Yeah, yeah. it's like rolly computer chairs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be ridiculous if they would just oil them. Right. Yeah. yeah. WD forty that shit, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about but, to sneeze, so I don't want to say anything. But essentially, they're, you know, it's still kind of flat. I mean, there's a couple <laughs> raised levels in the back, but right. the bottom floor is kind of laid out. And then... Is the floor at least slanted? Uh, so that not all the tables are on the same level? Because if they steps. are, then you're going to roll the whole time. Like, they have platforms. But, oh, okay. Um, and then I guess, like, the mine and the Chartiste are all... Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, but they're still, they're still slanted enough that you're... It's still kind of like stadium yeah, seating. Well, it's not stadium seating because it's not on platforms. I don't know. Most theaters are slanted, even back in the old days. Yeah, but I was think this one completely flat? This one's flat. Uh, it was like flat, and then it went up in the back barely. It was oh, a okay. really yeah. weird setup. It was yeah, really weird. weird. Still flies. Uh, this is fascinating for the audience. So let's keep keep, keep <laughs> talking about theater seating. Uh, it is. You know what, Brad? Some maybe some people are right in. They'll listen to our show and say, oh, I'm going to write a blog about the real nurse talking about there's how a stadium seats. Dude, I'm going to write in and complain <laughs> about it next week. <laughs> if you don't move on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a little, there's a little indie theater in Fort Collins called The Lyric mm-hmm. where they, they went and just got like <sighs> shitty used couches. So the Again. first like three rows are just couches and people eat in them and they're gross. Oh, it's, it sounds like a good idea, but it's not. That sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah. Fort Collins is so stupid. Well, it's just a, the screen is crooked. The sc- I'm not even kidding. You, when you're sitting in the middle of the theater and you're looking at the screen, it's crooked for you. That's weird. Yeah, that theater's not very good. Sounds horrible. Uh, but the movie I saw there was World War Z. Um, and, you know, honestly, I liked the movie. I thought it was actually... I, I, Damn it. I didn't get to the part where you guys <laughs> reviewed it this week on the episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I will say it, it started really interesting mm-hmm. as far as a zombie movie goes um, because it had that weird opening where it was just showing these like little clips of stuff happening around the world and then it went into World War Z. Um, I think the opening title card is, is pretty good, yeah. Yeah, it, it's different. Um, it, it's more of, I wouldn't even call it really a horror movie. It's more of a espionage like thriller. It's like an adventure movie. Yeah, where uh, Brad, Kitt, Brad, Kitt's, Brad Pitt's character is going around and just trying to figure out where the zombie plague started, which if you've read the book is pretty much the story of the book is the the UN guy is trying to find patient zero, right. but the book is, you know, have you read the book? No. Brooke is the book. Yeah, what's wrong with me? The book is brilliant because it's each chapter focuses on a different outbreak mm-hmm. and what they did to combat it. So uh, people are complaining that the movie is not like the book. Well, they couldn't really make yeah, you can't the movie out of because the book is really um, episodic. I mean, it, it's like they're they're in Thailand at one time and then they're here and and the movie does that it does the movie is still anecdotes and all yeah. of that and yes there's a through line but it it's almost divided up this is what we I said last week it's it's almost like there's maybe four or five different little zombie movies in there mm-hmm. where each one is tonally and aesthetically different than the others um, I I enjoyed it Brad was a little more meh. Like I think we both there's nothing think about it's like well I, would, made. I would want to watch again. Like yeah, it is nice that for a zombie movie, uh, no one really does anything s- like that makes you think, oh my god, these people are stupid and they should be eaten. Right. <laughs> like he, they make some pretty smart decisions. Um, but uh, there's no like cool set piece. I'm like, oh, I got to see that really? again. Or I thought the um, whole like Jerusalem scene was pretty amazing. No, because all the, the CG's the, pretty bad. Yeah, the CG's so bad. Like I'm like, oh, those are fake. I don't care. 
Yeah, I, I was it's not, not compelling young. at all. And and I think the setup for Jerusalem, that whole like, oh, they're singing a song, like that part, I was just like, this is stupid. Like, and I, the fact I didn't that the wall's that. built in like a week. I <laughs> bought that part. Well, was, I don't, th- and I don't think they said it's built in a week because yeah, they, they, they were talking about how they were building it for a while. Yeah, and, well, and th- that place a wall like that the, size, it would have been like uh, six, seven years. Well, yeah, well, because well, remember he was talking about how all these people were attacking the uh, the city of Israel. That city, the country of Israel, and then they started building up the wall then because of yeah. keeping people out. Yeah, we're talking about a place that already builds lots of big walls around things. Like, it, I'm, yeah, I, I can buy that, but yeah. I don't think that's the problem with the movie. Um, the, the outbreak seems pretty, like, new in that, the way it's portrayed, so I don't know. Yeah. No, well, no, I, I, I thought it was really interesting, too, you know, Brad's Pitt character, even at the beginning, he's figuring out what's going on in the movie. I mean, with the outbreak, even when he doesn't want to do it, you know, he's, I thought it was cool that, you know, at the beginning when he was in Philadelphia and the outbreak was starting, he was still kind of taking mental notes of what was happening and looking for signs of how to stop the outbreak. I think his character is cool. Yeah. You know, he seems like a badass. And it's, it's, you know, I I thought it was really well done. I I thought there's some parts that were pretty intense in it. Uh, You know what they should do? His character is such a badass that they should make a sequel where, He's just locked up uh, with the president in the White House, having to defend <laughs> it from zombies. <laughs> you know, make it like a Die Hard movie. You know, not a lot of like <laughs> just up close action. You know, I think that'd be good. Could be. Yeah. Well, we've already seen three of those this year, though. Um, <laughs> and, and I, you know, I do the the one part that is really I think that stands out in it is the third act. Is you can tell that it wasn't really original in the the movie because it goes from this you know bouncing here and there to finding a cure and but i thought that it was really well done and i thought the zombies in that part were really good because it wasn't a bunch of cgi ones it was just actors being yeah. zombies yeah it's good um and it, it, i thought it was pretty intense and i thought it was pretty cool how he uh would go around and you know infect it uh, spoilers since you didn't hear our review you probably didn't hear our alternate solution to him not having to inject himself mm-hmm Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They well, there's a there's a whole like bit of tension where the, you know you don't know if he's injecting himself with something that mm-hmm. they can cure or not. And we're like, you have a phone and you have a piece of paper right on there, like call me if I should inject myself with this one and hold it up, and then hold up one of the vials. And if they don't call you, go on to the next vial. Like, you know, that was the one moment where I was frustrated because the whole time I'm thinking like, oh, that's what he's gonna do. That's what he's gonna do. And I hate when I have a good idea in a movie for what a character should do, and then they do something really dumb, you know. Um, but that was the one that stands out. But I guess it's such it, an I guess, obvious I, solution. Although I guess if you have the pressure of zombies bearing down on you, you're probably not thinking. Well, yeah. Sure. That, I mean, there's an. <laughs> I mean, would you write out, "Call me if this isn't the right one"? I and, might if I was yeah. that aware. I would. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or not even call me. Like obviously, he can't answer the phone. It would just mm-hmm. be ringing the phone. Yeah, yeah. Just ringing the phone would be. Yeah, yeah but then you also have to deal with. Can you hear the phone from the inside? Because that's pr- that's shut pretty tight, guys. Well, they had to call him initially to even get him in there. Yeah, but that wasn't room, when he so. was inside. But he was they outside. know he can hear it. He was outside the room, though. Yeah, that was when he was outside the room. I know, but they know he can hear it. So they know he can hear it. Yeah, when he was outside the r- the little room. Brad Ryan, Ryan's saying if he were inside that little chamber. Maybe he can't hear the phone. I don't think they make it so airtight. But I don't think mm-hmm. he would know that he can't hear the phone. So I think he might still have the idea, and he'd still he'd see the lights flashing. Anyway, let's move on. Hmm. Uh, but there's some really cool parts. I thought the airplane scene was pretty intense. Oh yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, and it, it was fun. I was reading, I was reading the original ending of it, and originally he was supposed to go into Moscow, and uh, he figured out that the cold makes the zombies slow down. 
and that's how they're able to beat them. See, that's not as good. I don't like that as much. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I had fun watching it. Yeah, um, I'll probably get it again. I I do wish it was rated R. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you go see a zombie movie, you want to see some graphic violence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm watching you pull punches. You know, yeah, that's distracting. It is a little distracting. We know those quick cuts. Quick cuts. Yeah, um, it, it does get really distracting. Um, the second movie I watched, uh, I watched The Firm with Tom Cruise. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a great movie. Um, it's about being paranoid of this law firm is too powerful and why do they want Tom Cruise he's some hot shot lawyer coming out of Harvard and uh, it's a fun movie if you've never seen it it's uh, it's fun yeah it's better than the book (laughs) I'm not supposed to say that about John Grisham I don't know I don't know he writes like 10 books a year yeah I don't know what else to say I mean the movie came out what 1990 it is interesting seeing Tom Cruise that young again though um, but you know what? He, I think that was the first movie where he ran really well. <laughs> <laughs> He's running on the cover. He, he has to run from courtroom to courtroom. Is that what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Except you've seen the Blu-ray cover for it. It's awful. It's like oh. his face, and he looks like he has got hit in the face with something, and he looks really dumb on it. I um, think his worst uh, Blu-ray cover is the Minority Report. Really? Re- like you should redesign. look at the, fir- the firm one. Oh, it's the one, the one where it's like from his side and you can see like the bandages over one side? No. The Blu-ray has like him staring directly like face forward. Oh, yeah. And then he just has like at a perfect 90 degree angle his two his thumb and, four- and pointer finger like doing the little graphic thing. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just laid out poorly. And then they changed the font of the Minority Report title and... Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah, that one's horrible. That's horrible. Oh, it's and all no it's, it's, see this it's photoshopped to crap on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, but yeah, I, I think the original firm is just like mostly black, and it's like a third of his yeah. face, like looking and down. He's running in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they knew right away that this man running. can run. Yeah, so that's what's on it. No more uh, cocktails for this. That's guy. the original cover. The, yeah. the Blu-ray is like a super close-up of his face. That's really horribly photoshopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, anyway. whatever. Um, and the uh, the last thing I watched this week, besides thirty episodes of Tosh Point oh, um, is, God. yeah, uh, That's a lot of Tosh. It is. I I went and saw Much Ado About Nothing is the new Joss Whedon movie. Oh man, I'm jealous. Um, and yeah, the movie's really good. Uh, I mean, obviously, Much Ado About Nothing is a great Shakespeare play. Yeah. Um, if you don't know about it, then shame on you. But so, what new does he bring to the table? Because obviously, it's not his writing. Uh, what? But new, I, he brings actually kind of a. How do I uh, like a slapstickness, slappy stick to this? Yeah. To it. Um, like Nathan Fillion and uh, Tom Link, who, if you've watched Buffy, know he's one of the nerd trio and he's yeah. really funny. He's in a lot of his stuff. They play uh, the officers that figure out the whole like deceit in it. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of play bumbling characters, but they do it with Shakespeare language. So it's it's really funny. And there's a part where. If you've never seen the play, it's about this guy who fa- this guy who falls in love with a, a lord's daughter, and he wants to marry her, and he's going to marry her, and then Beatrice and uh, Benedict Benedict uh, they don't like each other, but they do love each other, and well, so, they're like they're they're you know a play go- a playboy and a woman who doesn't really like men, yeah. like you know they. Yeah, because everybody he, just expects that they're never going to fall in love with anyone. At the beginning, uh, he says that I'm never going to get married. You're stupid if you're going to get married. Yeah, um, but it starts actually really kind of sad. It starts with uh, Amy Aker, who's great in Buffy as well, and Angel. Um, she she plays Beatrice, and it starts with her and um, Benedict in bed, and he gets up and he puts on his clothes, and he's about to leave, and he thinks he's going to say something to her, and then she pretends like she's asleep. 
to know that. Oh, wow. So it adds a new whole new layer to that. So, yeah, he, he added a scene to it without any dialogue. With no so dialogue. Can, oh, that's smart. Um, and then, yeah, then the rest of it, the, the part, I, I saw it with like 10 people and I was the only one laughing in the theater. I don't, oh. uh, but there's a whole part where the, there's a pair of people that are trying to trick those two into realizing their feelings for each other. Yeah. And so they're waiting until they show up. And so, Alexis uh, Denisov, who plays uh, Benedict, is like he's in the background and he's pretending like he's not being seen, but he's clearly being seen by everybody. And so he's like rolling around in the background, and it's it's freaking hilarious. Um, and then and the two leads in it are amazing. And what I really like too is nobody has an English accent in it. Yeah, uh, because it takes place in L.A. Obviously, and it's and they're not trying to force it. Or make they're not it trying sound. to force it, and it sounds really natural, even though obviously this. The writing and the language is, right. you know, really poetic. And but he um, didn't, you know, when he was writing those plays, he wasn't writing them to be all fancy. Like exactly. he was writing the slapstick comedy of his time, basically, and that's the way it should be played. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, Nathan Fillion is really good. He's only in, he's not in it very long. Yeah, uh, but there's, I mean, there's and there's funny little goofy things where they f- they bring the conspirators in front of the Lord and uh, they're talking, and so the Nathan Fillion and Tom Link's characters walk away and they get to their car and they're having you know their dialogue and they're in the background and they're looking in the car and they're like searching their pockets because they lock the keys in the car it's just like goofy (laughs) stuff like that that oh that's good you know that you appreciate in uh adaptation especially for something that's so well known yeah um and and it's shot really well um there's some really cool scenes in it the poster where he's drinking the martini in the pool is really it's the whole scene's really well done um i recommend everybody see it. it's really good it's really good um, so gotta, yeah, I gotta go this if it's week. playing nearby, make sure you check it out. That's what I watched this week. Brad, what did you watch this week? Uh, well, um, oh my god, he just unrolled a scroll. This is gonna be long. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, let's uh, cross some off the list. Uh, don't need to listen to that one. No, that one. It's not even the scroll as much as the feather pen that I find impressive. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna put my pinky out while I write. <laughs> um, he writes. No. Uh, well, last week I wanted to talk about uh the Donner. And Lester Superman movies, but some of us didn't see The Man of Steel yet. Yep. And did that man see The Man of Steel? Uh, no, actually, I'm going to never see Man of Steel. I decided I don't like violence in movies like Jim Carrey, <laughs> so I'm not going to. No, yeah, of course I saw it, dude. And it's yeah. awesome. Yes. That movie's really awesome. Glad to hear you say that, yeah. Um, Why? I. Superman hater? No. <laughs> <laughs> so there are things about it that I think are. You know, like I, I hate the tornado sequence. Um, really? Yeah, I think the I, I just think it's lame. I, like I, it was, it was unnecessary. Like if his dad had died of old age, I would have just been just as moved and understood really? that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that whole scene. Why? What the fuck did they leave the dog in the car anyway? And why? And I'm sorry, but if you go back for a dog in a tornado, you're an idiot. Like I, it does not endear me to that character. And I love, I love dogs. <laughs> I love dogs, but I never would have. I love dogs so much, I would have remembered to get the dog out of the car when I first ran. You didn't run out like fuck you, Fido. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm just holding my middle finger up, and he goes by. He's like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and it just seems it just seems forced as far as like, well, we've got to get that Uncle Ben sequence in there where somebody's got to die because because Clark refused to do anything. Like I understand. I, at that point, I already understood the 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 
conflict uh, in his character? Uh, Clark didn't refuse to do anything. His father wouldn't let him do anything. I know, but I, at that point, I already understood that conflict. I didn't need one more sequence or like, here's the catalyst. This was the point at which... Like, I didn't need that. I, I think that part's dumb, and I think the action sequence with the giant metal tentacles is, is kind of worthless, but everything else is really cool. Um, yeah, that movie's that How do you awesome. feel about the uh, the uh, controversial ending? Uh, I, I think it's the right one. Um yeah, I, I, I think it's a little bit corny that like they just you know they're flying all over the place, probably killing plenty of people, destroying this, <laughs> yeah, these buildings, and then like at the end they, there is this pl- point where you know oh there's these people and he's gonna save these people, but this is one where it's it's more hands on like he he's literally either gonna watch this guy kill people or he's gonna stop him period, whereas the other ones they're collateral damage I guess um you know they're. And and it's a new Superman, so maybe he can't pull his punches or you know pay attention to multiple things very well. So it's not easy for him to get a fight out of the city. Whatever we can make excuses for that nonsense, but it was a little bit to all of a sudden there are like these people left in the city who haven't run away yet. <laughs> but as far as him breaking Zod's neck, spoilers, too late. Um, <laughs> I think it's great. Like I yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted. I want, what else can he do? Like, there's want, a prison that's going to hold Zod, and obviously Zod's not going to give up. Yeah, so. and, and if you never push characters to a limit where they're actually going to test their rules, then it's a, it makes for a lame character. And I, I've always said that Superman was lame. The people who are out there going like, no, no, Superman is the best of us, and his, he always makes the right choice. And Yeah, that's fine. But that makes for a really lame character that I don't care to see. See, I that's brought it up because they're complaining that like Superman would never do that. Um, I just watched Superman 1 and 2, and... In Superman 2, he lures all three Kryptonians back to his lair, the Fortress of Solitude, takes away their powers, and at that point, he could just, like, you know, fly them to jail because they're no match for him. Right. But instead, he chooses to crush Zod's hand and then toss him into a pit, (laughs) and then (laughs) Non tries to fly and then falls down to a pit, and then Lois Lane punches the one girl, and she falls to her death. So, he just intermittently yeah. kills so so basically <laughs> what you're saying is in the old movies he's killing people too these but precious old movies that everyone yeah. loves and right. where superman is superman um he does the same shit yeah um so yeah fanboys I, I, are stupid right well, we, well we've said that for a long time um, i i will say i i really think that what they did with making his like finding a way to get around kryptonite and not making his powers come from the sun exactly like finding this more scientific way to explain that all that all and then having that be an actual feature to his character is a stroke of genius you know this idea that like well he's trained to be used to that and so then when zod loses his mask like zod has a really hard time with it and like like when zod freaks out at the end and his eyes turn on and he can't turn them off and his lasers are going everywhere and superman's just like floating nearby like what the Man, this is hilarious. Um I thought that was great. I adds it really adds some um some depth to that character's powers um that I don't think were there before. Where he's not he's not just given these really easy superpowers, like he's actually kinda gotta work at it. Um so I yeah, I think it's great. Um when they if they make another one it really, really needs to be um Brainiac and I don't know why it wouldn't be Brainiac. If they go if they make a Lex Luthor movie next, I'm gonna be really mad. Because that, well, we were talking on an episode. Like, I think they should introduce Lex by having Lex somehow create Brainiac. Create Brainiac. Yeah, like use Kryptonian technology to create it. Because 
well, in order Brainiac, to make Superman look bad. Brainiac is cool because when he sh- he's got like this giant zoo of horrible monsters, so you can have Superman fight a whole bunch of horrible monsters with tentacles made out of metal, sure, whatever. But at least there'd be an excuse for it. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think you want to see the origins of Brainiac. I think you just want to have Brainiac show up and be like, I'm going to kill all the humans except for two, and I want the Krypton, Krypton guy too because you're the last one. Um, I don't know. I think that makes for a good movie. So anyway, I watched Superman 1 and 2, and the reason I brought it up is because I wanted to address, like, you know, one of the other reasons why Man of Steel is great is because, like, Superman 1 and 2, he can fly around the Earth and rotate it and turn back time. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, and then also, he can make Lois Lane forget that she banged him by kissing him. So dumb. Yeah. Wait, yeah, he can also... also, he can also really? People are like, there's so much product placement in Man of Steel... Uh, he has a fight in Times Square against the Kryptonians where there's like giant Coca-Cola signs that get non gets tossed into and there's like buses with bus ads and there's a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. Uh, so like the IHOP and the, a and the couple IHOP other things. The only bothers me because there's no payoff to that. Like he keeps going back to the IHOP and there's not like a scene where he... Because his childhood buddy is there. I, yeah, but there's no, there's no payoff to it is what I'm saying. Like I know why they it keep crashing into the IHOP but it, you know... That's the only product placement. Where it's I dumb, yeah. But I mean, yeah. just like when it's like uh, the old movies are so great. Like they had product placement too, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People forget that kind of stuff. Yeah. Also, but I, I think it's fascinating too that you know Superman killed Zod, and then in the Dark Knight, Batman lets Joker live because he's trying to prove that you don't have to kill somebody to make right. But the circumstances are different. Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I love like, that you'd you'd expect Batman to let yeah. you know the Joker fall. And you'd expect Superman right. maybe to knock out Zod, and they. I think if the Joker had like flying powers and laser eyes, I mean, <laughs> yeah. would probably pull out a gun and <laughs> yeah. shoot him. Yeah, or if it was like if the Joker was standing there, because one of the things is in Batman, those characters never actually like. Um, there's never a point at which like the Joker is standing there shooting people in the face left and right, and Batman has to do something to stop him, and you know his only chance is to break his neck or something. You know, that that character's not unstoppable. Is the difference. You can yeah, I know. I'm just saying the different character moments. Yeah, yeah, I understand it. Thank you for spelling that out for me. No, no, no I, I'm not. I'm not. Right. I'm not arguing with you as much as trying to defend the thing in Superman <laughs> no, against no, the I people think, who are pissed. No, I think the Superman ending is amazing. Yeah, yeah because it it, uh, it changes the character. And you know, I always said it's if you make uh, a Superman character interesting, then you're a great writer because yeah. he's boring. I mean, what are you going to have him do? Yeah, and I, I will say I would expect them to have him talk about that in the next movie. I was, I was yeah. expected to start with him being like, man, I, I had killed to, it, had to kill that. <laughs> <laughs> I killed that guy. Guess it's back to the crab fishing industry for me, dude. Yeah, that uh, was that's the one time that J. Michael Straczynski's Superman walks the earth has worked. You know, <laughs> like I always thought that story was really cool. Like, oh yeah, what if Superman just goes around and like saves girls from getting beat up by their boyfriends? I was like, that's the best story ever. And then everybody hated that comic book. <laughs> man. I don't want my don't want my part to go on this long. I also watched Superman Returns. Oh yeah, and that movie is good. Um, it's yeah. boring because he doesn't punch anybody, but like as a solid story and a follow up to Superman two, like yeah, Lex Luthor his plan again is land, but he's also a businessman, and businessman are businessmen are usually not very creative. So <laughs> the fact that he yeah. embedded kryptonite in the land mass he was trying to create is pretty genius. Mm-hmm. Like to create a, a land mass that Superman can't set foot on. Yeah, but then Superman just picks it up and lifts it out, even though it's still kryptonite. That's how like dedicated he is to saving the world, James. 
to put itself in that much harm's way. Th- I, I never thought Superman Returns was a bad movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't think it's awful. Like, I don't watch it. You know, I'm, it's fine. But yeah, I'm not accusing you guys. I'm just yeah the internet. Yeah, it's weird. You it's, know, it's one of those things too where people think Spider-Man Three is one of the worst movies of all time. I'm talking really one of the worst no, movies no. of all time. Yeah. I've seen some of the worst movies. Yeah, of all time. Uh, yeah, I've seen. Um, you know. Texas Chainsaw 3D <laughs> creature. That movie was yeah. hilarious. Um, and then the... Uh, oh, I also watched the Dark Knight trilogy in black and white. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, wh- yeah. how did you do that? I turned down the saturation on my TV. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I mean, the weird thing, though, is like Batman Begins and the Dark Knight have a high contrast, but yeah. Dark Knight Rises is more gray huh. in its tones. Which so is the weird. first two are like more of a noir, like, yeah. more shadows and And that's stuff. what I was going for, is like... To, like cause there's like the Batman black and white comics. Yeah. Um, so just trying to get like a more noir feel and, um, yeah, the, uh, rises was the least, you know, obviously because it's kind of such an epic. Yeah. It's, but the Batman begins obviously is the best one in black and white. And there's a lot more daytime stuff. You know, Batman's out in the daytime a lot more in rises. Yeah. I could see that. I had a friend um, who posted on Facebook about how big of a piece of shit the dark Knight rises is. And it's when I when I see people like that, I really want to go on there and you know defend the movie, but then I get in a huge you know Facebook war with oh, somebody yeah. about it, so I just let it slide. Yeah. And actually, it, the best one in black and white is Tim Burton's 1989 Batman. Really? Yeah. Uh, Weird. Does it makes it watchable. Then all right, cool. All <laughs> oh, that movie's not bad. <laughs> you take all the excess stimulation. Um, yeah, it's because like his is more like really stylized, which yeah. film noir. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, Nolan's I mean, is so much more real. So there's not like there's not points on the, everything, and yeah, there's, there's certain like levels of contrast and lighting that work better in uh, the hmm. Timber and '89 one. Cool. So now I'm trying to watch Turtles in Black and White, but I fell asleep because <laughs> I was tired. And then uh, I started watching The Hunchback in Notre Dame in black and white. No, in just regular color. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the what You're I've seen so the, far. The animated one, the animated Disney one. Yeah, yeah it's mm. pretty dumb. The yeah, I, the I whole remember, opening. I remember hating it when I was a kid. And I was yeah. dumb then. <laughs> like, you could you could show me any stupid movie and I would like it. And they had that one. Hmm. It's dark too. Yeah, yeah it's pretty dark for. They almost threw that baby down a well. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Disney. <laughs> oh, uh, gosh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. But uh, let's move along. James, what did you watch? Uh, well, obviously I saw Man of Steel, so let's talk about that again. Oh man, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I also rewatched Hansel and Gretel this week. Oh yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah I watched it last week. It's funny because I I sat down, uh, a, a guy at work said he saw it. And he was like, "Yeah, you were right. That movie's really good." And I was like, "Thank you." And I sat down before uh, to watch it, and I was thinking like, "I've got to be crazy, right?" Like like I remembered how much I loved it, and I thought, "No, there's a, <laughs> I was I was on drugs or something. There's no way this movie's that good." And seriously, as soon as the line. Let that girl go, or I'm gonna blow your fucking your hillbilly brains all over, th- or your your sheriff brains all over these fucking hillbillies. I, I, it's brilliant. <laughs> the movie is brilliant from then on, and it's like those characters are totally different than the rest of the movie, and it works so well. Um, still, so much fun. I was having a blast the whole time. Um, and you didn't watch a director's cut? No, I didn't. So you I watched hear... the DVD version of it? Well, no, it's a Blu-ray version, but you can you can watch either one. Are you sure? I think the Blu-ray is only the unrated version. Hmm. So did you see the sheriff get killed? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's a director's cut. Oh, okay. Yeah, there wasn't that much different. Yeah, th- that whole part is new, and the whole part, uh, the part where she's getting um, 
molested by the sheriff is like uh, cut differently. Yeah. Because remember in the theatrical cut, they show that in all one long take, and then they Man, go to. See, the, I guess I just didn't remember it was that yeah, different. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a whole. Yeah. Okay. It's a little more gory too. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. It's, but yeah, I love that movie too. I can't um, believe it's like an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sometimes when movies are like that and I love them, I always think, I get this movie before more than other people get this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ha- Hannibal had its finale this week, and I, I don't want to uh, talk about this too much because, again, you guys should watch the show, but it was fucking phenomenal. It's the best new show I've watched in a long time. Um, and I think, yes, it's still super gory, so not everyone should run out and watch the show, you know? But where they end... If they had not gotten renewed, no, 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 it's not better (laughs) than justified, but it's really smart, especially if you're somebody like me who really hates those kind of cop drama shows. This one is that weekend. Cop drama. (laughs) (laughs) It's, 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 it's like, it's analyzing that kind of a show in a really smart way and doing a very, very serious story. And if they had not gotten renewed and they left it where they leave it, I would have driven to NBC and like, Lit their building on fire, like South Park did it. Oh, you're right, shit. Because <laughs> um, their ending is so good and really obvious once you see it, and you're like, oh, of course that's where you end this show this season. Um, but still, really exciting. I'm, I, I really want to see the next season. Um, then I also Under the Dome started this week, that's which right. is the television event for based on so Stephen Bielberg series, or is it a series? I don't really know. Uh, I think it's just a miniseries, but I think they're terrified of the word miniseries because it, when you, when people think miniseries, unfortunately, they think like Dinotopia, you know, <laughs> like like shows that where they had a big idea but a really small budget, and so everything just sucks. Um, and this actually kind of feels like that a little bit. Um, but basically, it's based on a Stephen King novel. Uh, it's produced by Steven Spielberg. It's scripted, so you know. Let me show my biases here. It's scripted and developed by Brian K. Vaughn, who I love. Um, and then it's it says like series directed by Jack Bender, but he only did two episodes and he didn't do the pilot, which is very important because I think the pilot is very very shittily directed. Um, I I think the show is actually kind of interesting, and I think the script is probably good. But um, is everything okay? Yeah. Oh, you just make me nervous when you point at the TV. Well, I was nervous that something was about to happen, but I think we're okay. Oh, okay. Um, but it's... The first episode is directed like really bad early 2000s television. Um, made by... Uh, I, I can't remember what all he's directed, but it's a lot of like TV kind of stuff. He directed Unforgettable, which was that show that mm. you probably don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> The uh, nope. I'm really I'm, I'm bizarrely proud of that joke. Um, it, it it's like hokey, like like directed in a way that's hokey. The actors are doing really good jobs, though. Sometimes it feels like they were only given one or two takes to do lines, mm. and they they just never find the footing on some lines. And it just the the soundtrack is awful, like intrusive and cliche and boring. Um, it's really just a lack of production value on the show that I think makes the show hmm. not as interesting as it could be. Um, the story obviously is like, oh, this dome appears, and it's like a force field kind of dome over this town. Um, the the first time it pops up, it cuts a cow in half, and then the cow. Here's an example: 
uh, the cow, like one half of the cow slides off and we see the insides of the cow, but the insides sweet. of the cow, no, not sweet <laughs> because it's not like intestines and bone. Like the inside of the cow looks like hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just looks like nothing but just red hamburger. Like all Americans That's where see. hamburgers come from. James. <laughs> right. Right. Idiot. Right. Like all you do to make hamburger meat is you take a full cow well, Without maybe doing the dome anything has a grinder th- in it too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's stuff like that where mm-hmm. you just, you know, it's just stupid. Um, it's got the guy who played Lapidus from Lost in it, who's who's pretty good. Plays the sheriff, and he might know what's going on till he dies at the end of the episode, which is great. <laughs> Spoilers! Fuck James, I'm never going to watch this show. Great. No, but you, sh- no you should check now. it out now. Yeah, there's a lot of good cliffhangers in there. Brian K. Vaughn's really good at, at that, um, and some crazy characters that you don't know what's going on. So I'll probably keep watching it, but I'm really hoping that Jack Bender directs the second episode and totally takes control of the whole thing and makes it all better. Because um, this guy fucked this one up. Idiot. And the last thing I watched is the thing that Brad forgot, which is Monsters University. I didn't forget. I left it because do we want to include it in this oh, or oh. later as like one of the movies we watched? Well, but Ryan didn't see it, so we might as well just talk about it now. Oh, okay. I think it's fantastic. I think it's really, yeah. really fun. Um, the weird thing about it is it's exactly the same script as the internship. Yeah. Is it really? Same movie. Oh, yeah. Except like, for the stripper part, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no stripper part. Um, no, I'm not seeing it. Um, but even down to like. I don't, I don't get what this need is to rank Pixar movies. Like, oh, I am. Um, they're all good. In their own ways, and yeah, maybe some are better than others. But like, people have a real like, you know, oh, this one's my favorite, and this, you know, this one's the worst one, or you know, yeah, I don't, I don't get that whole thing. Like, I, I understand. Where do you know how many from. anime movies suck ass? Yeah, well, but yeah, I, I, I think was looking at uh, like DreamWorks Animation, do you know they have like thirty animated movies? Yeah, like Under the Hedge, no, Over the Hedge. Over the Hedge is cute though. Yeah, it is. But I'm just saying that's one of the ones. People yeah, so is the about. Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Oh wow, that's right. I loved that movie when I was a kid. Yeah, loved the Prince of Egypt. But um, yeah, Monsters University is. That's good. Another great Pixar movie. And yeah, yeah. yeah I, it I, is. I think it's the same way that like some people will rank their their favorite directors' movies. You know, where they'll say like, "Oh, my favorite Steven Spielberg movie is such." Uh, I think people look at Pixar that way. Um, people just like making lists. You know? Yeah, but um, yeah, it's a pretty cool like as far as prequels go. Like, how many good like entertaining prequel stories do you know yeah and it's it's not easy to make a movie where you know they still have to be scaring people at the end of the movie like the mm-hmm. story of monsters you know monsters inc is that they figure out that like oh laughter is way better than scares you know which is cool and this is a movie where they have to be very careful um because the, by the end of the movie they still have to be scaring kids mm-hmm. for a job mm-hmm. you know to so they, the, movie, the yeah. fact that they're in college actually is, is really smart because it kind of it puts a barrier because they're always practicing you know they're very rarely actually scaring children and um, I loved uh, the fact that so the movie kind of gets to a resolution with the uh, end of the contest mm-hmm. games and mm-hmm. I was like Wow, this movie ended really easily. Yeah, and then uh, I love that they took it to a different level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pixar did not drop the ball on that. Yeah. I, I really, I had the I same feeling where I was like, "Oh no, like you're not going to make this how this happens." And then they were like, "No, no, no, no. These characters have to actually learn lessons, like actually prove." Very much like a high fidelity ending, where it could just be a normal romantic comedy, but then they're like, "No, no, we have to prove that this character has changed." Um, so yeah, it's good. It's definitely yeah. something you should check out. I'm hoping too soon. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, adorable little like eight-year-old Mike Wazowski is the cutest <laughs> thing on the planet. Yeah. Oh man, he killed me! Like I just, I, I wanted to reach out and have one. He was so cool. Oh. Hey, one of his eyeballs. He only has one, James. Uh, no, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the movie doesn't suffer from Boo not being in it. No, no. There's, it made me want to go back and watch the one that does have Boo in it. But there's plenty of new stuff to love about it. Oh yeah, they choose new characters and new. Yeah, Charlie Day's character is steals the show anytime he's in it. Which one is he? He's the purple one that like has like big feet and tiny little arms, and most of the time he's walking on his hands. He's the one that's like the horizontal. Art. Yeah, all the his whole name's time. Art, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't remember his name. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's fantastic. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't want to say too much more because no, no, no. This guy, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't either. It's hilarious. but yeah, we agree with you, Cora. It's great. Yep, go see it. Big surprise. And that's what yeah. we watched. Yeah, let's pay some bills, boys. Hello, Real Nerds listeners. I'm Mac. And I'm Ilya Chilix. And we're here to tell you to visit Sphrix'sDomain.com. Why should you visit Sphrix'sDomain.com? Well, yeah, it's simple. If you like farts and cartoons and bad words and stuff, you should definitely visit Sphrix'sDomain.com. How do you spell that address I see? What? I don't know. Fucking S something. I... I don't know. I'm I'm in cotton. I have no idea. Fine, I'll do it. S P H E R. Oh god. Oh god. Can spell the whole thing out? S. Oh god. Just say the domain part. I don't want to be here all night. Jesus. Is it getting more of a complicated website name? Stupid assholes first. Jesus. Anyway. Visit our website where you can read about all the funny adventures of seven aliens struggling to live together in an abandoned warehouse in Denver. What, what, that's it? What, it doesn't say anything about my crazy hijinks or antics or... (sighs) Ridiculous. Nope, that's all Sperks wrote down. Well, that doesn't sound funny at all. But you know what does sound funny? Gross. Oh man, I'm hungry again. Oh, it's so disgusting. Sverch is gonna be pissed when he sees what you did to his office. Hey, what are you guys doing in my office? It smells like puking farts in here. Go to Sverch'sDomain.com. Bye! Sverch'sDomain.com. For barbecue that can't be beat. Try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust full flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoke and taste on everything you eat, try a new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop off Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. My man spider sense is tingling. Hey, look, it's man spider. How's it going, true believers? When I'm swinging through Colorado and I need comic books, I head to Arvada, Colorado to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh no, the teal troll is attacking me! My son's in danger. Will no one help him? Oh no, it's Man Spider. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics, the whips the competition with great deals on back issues. 
50% off hold slot, 20% off list price. You want sports memorabilia? They got that too. Where are you going, man spider? The teal troll still has my son. Here's web in your eye. Oh no, I'm bested by man spider again. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado, and tell them the real nerd sent you. Uh, usually we do some other things, but Brad has a game for us. So. Yeah, let's try out the game thing. Games! Games. Um, since we did Leonard Malton last time, do you guys want to do build a title? Sure. Okay. It's a little easier game to play. And okay. Probably, hopefully it won't take as long. Um, so build a title. I'll just throw a movie out there. And what you have to do is you have to take the words from that movie and find another movie with that word and attach it to either the front or back. So... Um, Let's say I said Batman. So you'd have to find a movie that either ends in bat or starts with man. So you do Batman of Steel, and then you have to do, say, Batman of Steel Magnolias. And you can also use parts of the word, so it doesn't have to be, like, the full word. Right, yeah, yeah. Just so, anything that'll tack on to the end yeah. or beginning of the of the, of the so thing. So you could also do, on. like, Batman American Tale. And once we get to Steel Magnolias, we can still go back to bat. Yes, cool. you, and yeah, it's it's just harder to I don't know. It's harder to keep the bat, it all in, man. Man, of yeah, steel, no, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and we drop the articles A and the unless you right. can make them work. Right. Because uh, yeah, not a lot of movies end in the. Right. So um, didn't really have a movie off the top of my head. Uh, all, all I said was you had to be prepared. Sorry. Um, <sighs> let me think of something. Um, well, let's. Uh, this should be easy. Army of Darkness. And we'll go James first. Darkness Falls. Army of Darkness Falls, Ryan. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Army of Darkness Falling Down. See, <laughs> disqualified. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can't alter the uh, like. Yeah, so it's still falls, falls has the S in it, so falling down wouldn't work. Okay, you uh, have to go with Army. Cool. So you f- you do one with Falls. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're stuck on that one. No, you no you yeah, I think you got All's well that ends well. I don't think that's a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> but that would work if that was a real title. So I guess it's back to James. Well, oh, okay. since or Ryan's out, so you win. Uh, let's pick another one. Um, okay, Toy Story. <laughs> Ryan's at first. Uh, f- fuck, I don't know. Um Do you have a movie that can follow Toy Story? Toy Story of Us. Story of Us is a movie? The Story of Us, Bruce Willis, Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer, oh, I think. Man, yeah. I know, I've, I've never heard of that movie. It's because you were probably like eight. You <laughs> <laughs> dick. Uh, okay. Oh, okay, I got one. Yeah? Yeah. Story Time, Adam Sandler. No, it's Bedtime Stories. Fuck! <laughs> 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 uh, you both lose on that one. Let's uh, let's let's try Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man, Man of Steel, Steel Magnolias. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Like, Ryan no, I know, I know, but oh, Spider Man of Steel Magnolias. 
you did Spider-Man, I did Man of Steel, he did Steel Man Noise, and it's my turn again? Shouldn't it be your turn again? He's not playing. He just threw out Spider-Man. I was uh, playing initially, but you guys jumped back and forth, so... Oh, were you? I just counted myself out, but I can do Along Came a Spider-Man oh, of Steel, you. Magnolias. <laughs> if you want me to play. Okay, Ryan, you're out. James? <laughs> oh, I got it. Ever after... A long, wait, what the fuck is that long? Yeah. I'm fucked up. <laughs> Never mind. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, James gets the point. Um, shoot, I had something there. I wanted to say Gia, but that doesn't actually work with Magnolia. Yeah. Um, fuck, Magnolia just kills it. Olia, Leah. I, I was thinking White Oleander, but that's got white in front of it. Yeah. Well, this isn't the one we'll do at the live show. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a little season, but that's why we're playing the game to get trained yeah. for these kinds of games. Um, yeah. Do you want to play ABC, ABC These Nuts? What's ABC These Nuts? Uh, you just name a movie that starts with the letter, and you go like in alphabetical order. So, but you got to say it quickly. If you wait too like like more than two seconds, then sure. you're out. So, do we pick a random letter? No, we start with A. I mean, we can pick a word and then spell out the word, but probably be best for us to just go alphabetical like so James gotcha. A After Earth uh, Batman Cats and Dogs Dog Soldiers Elephant Man Fast and Furious Gangs of New York Holy Night Is that a movie? It's a horror movie IQ oh, wow. What are we on J? Yeah Jumpin' Jack Flash Killer Clowns from Outer Space. KL. Um, last Man Standing. Or, no. Uh, what? Yeah, Last yeah. Man Standing. That's yeah. Bruce Willis one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to say Last Castle because uh, that movie's really good. Magnolia. Norbit. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver and Company. Pirates of the Caribbean. Return of the Jedi. You st- Wait, where's Q? O... P P Q Yeah, you can uh, quickly down under. Nice. <laughs> oh man. Uh Q R uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, Star Wars. Total Recall. Under the Tuscan Sun. Vanity Fair. Where the Wild Things Are. W X. I got it. I got one. <laughs> I got one. Uh, X, X. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Should I have one left of this? He's um, going to say the same thing we would say. Totally. Oh, Xanadu. There's one other one, I, I'm sure, right? Yeah, okay. Oh, man. Uh, X, Y. X-Men would also have worked. Oh, that's which right. is obvious. Mm-hmm. Well, um, now when we go back around shoot, here. where are we at? Why? Screwed. Why? Oh. <laughs> No, I can't lose now. Oh, no. My damn brain. It's a lot tougher when you're on the spot. Well, and because I get distracted by Xanadu. <laughs> oh. Uh, young Guns. Whew, man. Zoolander. All right, well, we won that game. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to stop here or go back around until we're out? I don't think I could do another pass. Great. Almost famous. Before sunrise, cats and dogs. I said that one already. Did you? Yeah. Uh, or did I? 
Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah I think, the he, one you I said? think he did say cats yeah. and dogs. Yeah. Did it say cats and dogs? Um, contagion. <laughs> Dogma. Ever after. Friday the 13th. Nice. Um, Goldfinger. Heat. I'm on I. Uh, Identity. Mm. That's a good movie. J. Um, Jurassic Park. What's n- wait? What's next? L. K. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> English major. English yeah. major. Uh, the Killing Fields. Um, also a good movie. Killing Fields. L. Lost in Translation. Manhunter. Oh, wait, what are we in N? <laughs> God, shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, nowhere Boy. That's a weird poll. That's that weird movie it's about. A movie from last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oscar. Hmm, nice. Pinocchio. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Damn it. That's a, I guess it could sound like it starts with a Q, but it doesn't start with a Q. Crap the movie. Quigley. He said it. No, he said Quigley Down Under. There's another Quigley movie? Oh, no, you're right. You're right. That's the same movie. Um, I got one. Me too. <laughs> I got two now. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I got nothing. All right, you're out. Uh, I got uh, Quest. The Quest? Yeah. Sean Clyde Van Damme. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. R. Um, Ricochet. Slumdog Millionaire. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. <laughs> I love that you said the movie. Because that's officially the title. I know. Undercover Brother. Nice. Oh. <laughs> v for Vendetta. Wait, where are we at? W. W. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we graduated from yeah. college. Um, what is it? Uh, whatever happened to Bob? <laughs> what about Bob? What about Bob? What about Bob? I should catch you out right Bob. there. Uh, <laughs> w X X Men Two. <laughs> uh, Youth and Revolt. Zach and Mary make a porno. Oh, god damn it. Nice. How are we going to keep doing this? Um, Arthur. Batman Returns. Cujo. Dinosaur. Existence. E- existence? Uh, yeah, existence. Whatever. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Since we're since James is out, he can do like a countdown for us. The, oh, okay. If we're if we're taking too long, so like, what, ten, ten seconds? Sure. So around G. G. Gross point blank. Hellraiser. Um. Indecent proposal. Jury duty.
That was it. Yeah, I got it. And Ryan's out. Yeah. Sweet, I win. What was it at? L? I win. No, K. K. He's on K. K. Oh yeah. Nope. No, I couldn't I think of a K. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's a billion of them, but yeah. Killer Elite. No. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Killers. The Killers. I actually think the game like you're not allowed like anything that starts with the actually applies to T. But oh, really? Yeah. Since, since we're just starting out, that was good. That was fun. So I hope people enjoyed that. <laughs> we were playing at home. Was that 20 minutes long? Us. It felt like it was 20 minutes long. Did it? It was much shorter than the <laughs> So oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's the new untitled game round for Real Nerds That's Podcast. We still, we're still ironing out. What's next, Master? Uh, box office numbers. This is the box office stats. Big surprise. Monsters University. 82 million? 86. 82. Huge. 82 million. Yeah. Is the second biggest Pixar opening? Yep. Sure. People love those. World War Z was 66 million, which is way more than anyone expected it to do. So Yeah. Uh, you know, well, I mean, they're talking sequels already. It was a $190 million budget. So hopefully they're, they'll get there. I'm they, sure they, they, prob- will they probably will. Yeah. 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 I'm sure they will. But um, usually they got to double that in order to really make a sequel talk this early. But thanks, Box Office Mojo. Shit's coming out next week on DVDs and Blu-ray. DVD releases and Blu-rays. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Joe Pro Booty... F- <laughs> I can't even say the title. Joe Pro <laughs> Joe Pro presents <laughs> Booty, Booty Fest, Fest 3. 3. Oh, man. That sounds... Uh, I forgot I'd even opened that one up. I pre-ordered that shit <laughs> six months ago. <laughs> Finally. Oh, man. Whew, that killed me. Uh, an American Girl, Sage Paints the Sky, comes out this week. Paints the Sky? Paints the Sky, she yeah. She pa- puts her pants <laughs> in the sky. Movie. She paints the sky. Yeah, the original version of the producers gets a Blu-ray release, a collector's edition this week, which that's actually a good thing. Uh, and then the first season of Last Resort. What if a submarine... We're a, and then in the show the first and last season. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it got canceled. It did. Yep. So that's the whole week. Wow, dude, Kentucky Fried Movie. That's a really funny movie. Yeah, but it's just a Blu-ray re- re-release. It's not like a. I don't think it's anything really new. Pretty light week, huh? Yep. Yep. Digital bits. Probably gonna save those dollars. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not getting anything this week. That's horrible. Maybe. I'm a booty fest three. Joe, Joe Pros. Booty Fest three. Oh. Unspool the real news for me, James. It's real news. What you got? Richard Matheson died. Womp, womp, womp. Oh, that's horrible. Um Who yeah. is he? Well, he was he's a writer, he's a sci-fi writer who has written a whole bunch of stories and undoubtedly you have seen one of his stories turned into something. He wrote a whole lot of uh Twilight Zone episodes back in the day. Uh he wrote the short story for Button Button, which is the one that the box was also based on. Um he wrote the the novel I Am Legend, which Omega Man and I Am Omega and I Am Legend and how many other stories are, or movies are based on um, What Dreams May Come is based on a novel by his, Stir of Echoes is his um, Real Steel is based on a short story of his um, so he was just a, he was a really prolific and imaginative uh, writer and so it's it's a shame he was like 87 so it, it happens but yeah. still sad to see him go always 
Um, Peter Jackson came out today and started talking about Hobbit extended cuts, which I, t- I brought this up a while ago. Not oh, it's longer. Fuck. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like there's not a lot of stuff. It seems sounds like he's going to add in. But my complaint when the Blu-ray came out, and the reason I brought it up was that the Blu-ray itself is a pretty shitty release. Not a lot of commentaries, not a lot of features, and I know they were filming the whole time. And I want all that content. I want all of it. Um, so hopefully that'll also mean that there is going to be a whole lot more stuff on that disc, not just like, oh, the movie's 15 minutes longer. Um, it sounded like, you know, one scene here. There's, like, details on what it is, and it sounds like it's, like, one little scene of the dwarves being rude to the elves and one little scene here. Not not like it was in the originals where there were entire subplots taken out. Um, so still, I, I, I will buy them. I love the extended edition of The Two Towers. Oh, yeah. I, I love all the original extended editions, and I I really liked The Hobbit. So. I didn't get the release that you got because I knew they were going to do Me this too. extended thing because it worked last time. And oh yeah, huge but cash. Cow. I also really wanted to watch that movie again, so I'm. I mean, I I the original trilogy, I would buy the DVD and then I would buy the DVD, you know, extended edition, and mm. then I upgraded it to Blu-ray. Because like, he's going on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, and then the very last little bit of nonsense is that Pixar is going to maybe not make so many sequels. They're going to step back and maybe do like one sequel every other year, uh, which is probably good because um, I don't want them to sequelize everything to death. Now, as far as I'm concerned, they've only made one bad sequel so far. So um, it's not like I don't want them to I make I don't sequels, think Cars 2 was even that bad. I think it's pretty bad. Yeah. They didn't even have a sequel last year. No. So. Yeah, I mean, a few years ago they were talking like there were going to be two Pixar movies every year. We don't even have a trailer for the next one. Like The Good Dinosaur. I can't Monsters wait. I know, they're really hush-hush on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you guys uh, talk about Robert Downey Jr. last week? Oh, yeah, being on Avengers 2 and 3? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about and it. And Spider-Man. And Spider-Man. But we, we already talked about Spider-Man it, so let's just move so, on. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody wants to hear that, they can listen to our Do you have something you want to add to it? No, I was just okay. making sure you guys covered my yeah. parts. While Are I'm you sad that MJ's not going to be in the next one? No. Do you expect that that means that Gwen Stacy's not going to die in the next one? Uh, yeah, actually, I think she's going to make it. That's I think what I said. She's going to make it. I think she's, she's going to make she's it. She's going to pull through. And uh, I think the goblin might... It might be a catalyst in the third one. Yeah. Where the goblin throws her off and Spider-Man goes berserk and the goblin realizes the only way he can beat him is the Sinister Six. My argument was that I if... Especially in if they're going to have four movies, I don't think you kill one character until you've introduced the next... Like one girlfriend until you've introduced the next one, which sounds bad. That sounds like a, you know... The monkey's not letting go of one branch till they get a hold of the next. Like it's a, it's a kind of crummy. But it's more that you don't want it to feel cheap when they introduce yeah. that next character. Mm-hmm. So. I, I still think one of the greatest moments of the death of Gwen Stacy is um, there's. It's actually after the death of the Green Goblin. Peter doesn't come home right away, and when he finally gets home, it's just two pages long. It's the epilogue for the story, and Mary Jane's waiting for him, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he sits down and you know Peter's crying and she says hey Peter you know I'm here for you and, she says, and he says what do you care you know you don't care about me you don't like squares like me and Gwen so I don't want to rain on your parade basically just telling her that you never cared about anybody and so she gets up and leaves but she stops and shuts the door and sits down next to him and consoles Aww. him so it's it's a really sweet moment so that's what I would like to see that's how I would like her character to evolve yeah and it's not cursed and done so that's always a good thing yep but they might recast it since they don't need to use her footage yeah. in this one. So it's really bizarre. Think? Really, I didn't you, see you that, part. that part. No, yeah, they're gonna recast it. Uh, I, I like, would I be really I, bummed I, if they recast her. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, maybe she's shitty. I don't know, but I know that like in the Descendants, she was she was wonderful. So I would expect her to be good. Yeah, I don't quite understand the methodology behind that because like 
maybe she, later on, she, like when they need to shoot more scenes, maybe she'd have a schedule conflict and they couldn't do it, so they oh. have to recast it. But yeah, part of it is kind of questionable. Is like, did they just maybe design they, this because she was doing a bad? Yeah, job? maybe they just didn't like, like what they was coming back. <laughs> it's like an Eric Stoltz yeah. thing yeah. where they're just gonna take him out, take her out. So we'll see. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, uh, comic book corner. What's up, nerds? It's the comics corner. Don't worry, guys. I have a comic book this week. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I was worried. Uh, and I, and I'm I'm gonna surprise you guys. Spider Man? No. What? Yeah. Batman? Surprise. No. Ninja Turtles? No. Uh, uh, crap. Girl comic? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Um, no. I I got um X Men number one, which I don't know if you Marvel guys now X Men number one. Or? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know about this, but. Originally, the big sale for this book is it's an all-female team of the X-Men. Now, wow. all the X-Men... More like... Yeah, actually, X... X-Ladies. X yeah. Yeah. Um, but X-Chicks. The Chicks <laughs> yeah. with an X. Sorry. X-Chicks. Generation. X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> so, the, the book is brilliant. It's um, It focuses on Jubilee and this little baby that she basically steals from... China. What? Yeah, and but because the baby has mutant powers and she's it's afraid. Called, it's called adoption. It's not called <laughs> stealing. <laughs> no, she stole it. Um, she's a. This baby has mutant powers and she's afraid that in China the, they'll just yeah they'll the kill woods. it. And so yeah. she's um she's a woman. <laughs> she is en route to um the X mansion and along the way there's another mutant chasing her uh, to kill her. Um and so the other lady X Men meet her on this train and uh. It's just a really cool little story that gets bigger, and the art is beautiful in it. Um, it's um, Olivier Coppel. Who's writing it? Uh, it is... He's a... Oh man, I can't remember his name right now. He's a really good writer, though. Cool. Um, yeah, it's not doesn't help you at all, but... His name is Really Good Writer! Yeah, it's really right, but the art is beautiful. Um, it takes a really um, crazy turn that if you probably can't find this book because it's really popular and for some reason I got the last copy at Colorado Coins Cards and Comics so hopefully they'll do a second printing of it uh, the, the big twist at the end is the mutant that's hunting Jubilee that you thought was going to kill her is, Wolverine uh, no oh. is actually uh, trying to protect her from this baby because this baby is evil and it's mm. part of uh, an essence of an evil mutant that uh, it's it's crazy you have to read it's really well done I can't explain it really cool. well but you should def- uh, it's Brian Wood uh, ah yes, yes, yes. Uh, so it, it's a great book. You should, if you can find it, definitely pick it up because uh, it's going away. So it'll probably even be you know worth some money too. Um, the first one, so you should pick it up. And uh, I have the second one waiting for me at my whole slot at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics, where I'm getting twenty percent off the second issue. Of Very X-Men smart. With just women, you and know who you know who pays full price for things? Suckers. Totally. Yeah, and uh, what's great is there's a in the letter section. It's written by Brian Wood, and he said it's an honor to relaunch X Men because. The X-Men originally wasn't the Uncanny X-Men. It was X-Men number one by Stanley and Jack Kirby. And when he wrote it, he said, originally people wanted the gimmick to be as all women's team, but I wanted it to be about the characters. And So I'm really excited to read the next part. Smart. What's uh, being canny like? Like I, No one ever yeah. talks about being canny, being but uncanny? there's an opposite of it called uncanny. The can- so canny, the I guess you just lame. Hmm. Nothing exciting. Yeah. I'll start using that. Very usual. At random. <laughs> oh, how was your day? Ryan, you're being canny. <laughs> how was Why your day you today? That to me? <laughs> <I'm uncanny. laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, this week we saw White House Down, 
uh, starring Channing Tatum. James, should people go see White House Down? Uh, <laughs> oh, you had to start with me. Um, you probably shouldn't because it's not very good, but I had a fun time with it. So uh, I think I think that the Channing Tatum and, and Jamie Foxx are really entertaining together, but a lot of the nonsense wrapped around them in the movie is real dumb. And there were... I don't think I've face-palmed as much in a movie... Uh, in a long time and I there was one point at which I audibly said are you fucking kidding me and then I felt bad because I talked in the movie theater and but I couldn't I couldn't hold it back six year old girls like two rows in front of you yeah they but they needed to know <laughs> also they it's probably should they were seeing that movie yeah, oh yeah I mean it's cool that they did it's PG-13 but I mean yeah. it's a weird movie to have two little girls in yeah and, but they were, and they were quiet the whole time they very were. well behaved not on their phones texting with their girlfriends like I expect them to be but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard one for me to say yes or no to. Just a probably not. So a yellow light for you? Do you yeah. Remember, uh, who was that uh, movie review guy in Colorado? What was it? He's on Channel Four. Greg Moody mm-hmm. he used to do a green light to go, yellow light for maybe, red light don't see it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Brad, uh, I was really confused because for about a good first half of the movie, uh, it feels like uh, a strong, like well thought out. Like we're gonna get to some some like real revelation for action movies, and then all of a sudden the movie stops, takes a <laughs> breath, and goes, "Oh wait, we're making a Roland Emmerich picture. Let's do something <laughs> dumb." And then from then on, it's just like a mishmash of like over the topness and uh, bad decisions and it's questionable decisions and weird one-liners and weird one-liners and uh, humor that's out of place. Um, yeah. Still funny, but totally completely off. Pe- for the people rest of the are movie. surviving that have no. Uh, realistically shouldn't be surviving um, <laughs> bad guys are not acting bad enough it's uh, yeah it's a uh, it's just but it if you like Olympus is, uh, has fallen it, you might enjoy it because they're almost the same but it's not as good uh, yeah this is uh, I'm with James it was a tough one for me to review because it's not like I didn't have fun watching the movie right uh, but I don't know if it's a good movie I don't know how to describe this movie. I'm, I'm going to say it's straight up not a good movie. I don't... Yeah. But it's I don't know. it's fun somehow. There's a, there's a little bit of fun entertainment value to it, but it's it's yeah, it's yeah disposable. Were you bored the whole first section? Like, I was bored the whole... No, I actually like, I didn't mind the first part of it. A lot of people were They were really that, developing the characters, which I was surprised by. They were, but it felt cliche. Like, I think Channing Tatum pulled this stuff off, but a lot of the other actors, it just felt... Oh yeah, in. for sure. Well, if you haven't decided by now, here let's listen to the trailer and then we'll talk more about the movie. There's not a lot of spoilers, so I would say just listen through the whole thing. Hey, can I show you something? These are White House passes. Your dad here has a job interview with the Secret Service. No way. <laughs> this is really cool. John Kale. Why do you want to be in the Secret Service? I can't think of a more important job than protecting the president. In college, you barely maintained a C average. <laughs> You're not to look at Agent Todd. <laughs> Special Agent Todd keeps making those sounds. I'm going to start looking at him. Did you get the job? Yeah, I think I got a shot. You know how it is. They got to go talk amongst themselves. Just tuning in, we are going to breaking news out of Washington. This is John Cale. I'm in the White House. They've taken the building and they're holding hostages, including my daughter. Alpha One, do you have the target? Roger that. We're holding the president in the library. That's a library. Uh, don't go in there. Just. Oh, this is so stupid. You mean Mr. President? 
You're right. the The chemistry between Jamie Fox and Channing Tatum is really good. Yeah, um, oh yeah. If this movie didn't have those two guys in the leads, I think it would be in even more trouble than it. Especially it is. Channing Tatum. Somebody yeah. else instead of Channing Tatum, like he he makes bad lines into good lines and makes like crummy situations and shots into like things that are believable. Well, and why fun. do you guys think that is with Channing Tatum? Because I've noticed that about him. You know. Because he's something his, about the inflection of the way he delivered his lines. He yeah. almost kind of got a sense that he knew that what he's saying is kind of stupid. Yeah, and but so then, he's but, being the audience, going like, "Yeah, that is ridiculous." But you're charming, so we're going along with you. <laughs> yeah. But then when he was doing like the the actual like powerful stuff about his daughter and things like that, I cared. Like, there's mm. something about the way he can he can turn that on that suddenly I'm like, "Oh, okay, you really mean this." Like, so what was his big star turning? Was it Twenty One Jump Street? Was like his big. That's when he blew up, but I mean, he'd been around before then. Well, yeah, I know he had been, but I mean, because even in G.I. Joe, they thought so little of him in that movie, they killed him in the in the <laughs> second cool. one. Yeah. I'm just trying to pinpoint, because I mean, he is really I charismatic. I say it's 21 Jump Street, because that's when I first started, like, yeah. like, I knew he was in movies before, but I liked him. Yeah, I mean, he's really point. charismatic in him, is what I'm saying. Is yeah. And if you don't have that lead, then, I mean, the whole movie is not going to work at all. And you know what's always shocking to me with Roland Emmerich movies is his supporting cast is so good. He always gets like the Richard Jenkins or the Sorry. the Maggie Gyllenhaals and you know uh, James Woods and yeah. things like that. Oh, yeah. He always pulls off these great character actors who you think that these actors say, "Oh, you know what? It's fun. I'll get paid for it. Whatever. I don't have to try that hard to act in this movie." So I wonder if that's what they do for these movies because. I mean, if I was James Woods and I was the bad guy, I would always chew up scenery because I think oh, being yeah. the bad guy is the best. And I think he does a pretty good job. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, th- I think where my hesitation with this movie comes from is sometimes it's like the dialogue's so ridiculous and it's so stupid. And the, the things going on are done. Like, <laughs> when they're driving the limos around on the front lawn just in circles. Yeah, doing you know, donuts. And the weight of what's supposed line. to be going on. Like, they're supposed to be trying to save the president, and the movie is literally just doing donuts on the front lawn. And then the then the news people are commenting on, like, oh, look, this is so crazy this is going on. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, this is pretty crazy that this is going on. And there's tons of, like, innocent bystanders, like, outside. <laughs> you, like, in the real world, they'd have those... Yeah. 
even on like on a touristy day, like you can't get within that oh, close yeah. to the White House. And like, he gets on the phone and he's like, "Hey, you guys have a tank thirty feet away. Would you shoot one of the bad guys that are trying to well, run me off the road?" And the president can hang out the window for a little bit while they're not shooting at him conveniently. Well, and then, but but then, like they no, they shoot the guys, tank at the top of the building instead. He wasn't hanging out where they couldn't shoot him. He waited till he turned and faced right the the fence. Then he could shoot it. I think what's weird about that scene though is that like. All of a sudden, there's this slapstick comedy yeah, to it where he's like, oh, I slapped you in the face with a, with a rocket launcher. You lost it? What the hell? How do you lose a rocket launcher? Shoot, I dropped the rocket launcher. Yeah. Oh, but man. there was also really horrible foreshadowing in the movie that the foreshadowing was so bad that I knew it was going to play uh, later in the movie when they said it, where he said, <laughs> I always keep the watch next to my heart. Or, you didn't see me be a flag person. And then, you know, she the comes out with the flag. and Oh. Uh, Man, I was I was like head in hands when it she just, ran out there with the flag. Like, you are not doing this. And too, now the the cool thing with these PG thirteen movies is trying to find a cool way to say fucking them. It's uh, real good. It is. It's uh, pretty good. It's not as good as Wolverine and X Men, but <laughs> it's it's pretty good. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so off the wall, and I. It's, I, think, I think the action's good. Yeah, it's all right. When it's not when it's not over the top. When it's just Channing Tatum fight him, Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum fighting dudes. Whew, wow, that was a tough one. Uh, when it's just that thing that I said, then I think it's fun. When it's like, oh, we're fighting on top of this building and rocket, helicopters are falling from the sky and like the tail of the helicopter is gonna fall through and almost kill the tour guide. Like, <laughs> the tour guide is funny though. Yeah, the tour guide was funny. But then, like, when... The tour guide. Yeah. You know, it, I, I love the lethal weapon moment where all the sprinklers in the White House turned off at the end except for the one room that Channing Tatum's fighting the bad guy in. Right. It's still, uh, it's still I, raining. I was also thinking lethal weapon when that happened. Because uh, it's unnecessary, but for some reason, two dudes fighting in water pouring on him is just badass. Yeah. Get him wet. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Lines like I, I honestly I want to see what the script for this movie looks like because it's written by James Vanderbilt who mm-hmm. is is generally really great, Very good, um, at least decent. And there are things like when uh, when the president stabs the guy at the end with a pen and he goes, "I choose the pen." I have to believe <laughs> that that's not in the script and that on the day Roland Emmerich was like, "I think it'd be really funny if you said this because Roland Emmerich is a crazy pants." Mm. Um, well, they uh, there's so many bad ones. Other characters say the whole "the pen is mightier in the store," uh, "the pen is mightier than the sword" reference like two or three times prior to that. Like not That's just like, I mean, like, scene, a like stupid foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah, it's so dumb though. <laughs> even the part where James Woods reveals he's a bad guy, even though you know he's going to be a bad guy in it, and uh, he kills like four dudes who all have weapons as well. He's yeah. able to shoot them all. And then he's not going to shoot the president. And then Channing Tatum comes down and starts shooting down at James Woods. And they're and exchanging misses. they're exchanging fire back and forth. And Jamie Foxx is able to run up the stairs and yeah. not get hit. That is that's the reason why this won't win best Die Hard movie of 2013 because Channing Tatum never really gets beat up. He gets like, his ass kicked by Stents. Yeah, but he doesn't like he doesn't like get cut real hard stents? or like Jason something. You don't feel like he's really having a hard time to keep going. Like, he's not having to fight through the pain, mm-hmm. you know? Like, he should have been the one who got, like, stabbed, and then the president had to pull the thing out, and then they had a serious talk. And, like, they needed to make it harder on Channing Tatum. Oh, on the stopwatch. 
Yeah. Oh gosh, so very good being in the movie. I'm like, oh, that's gonna stop a bullet somewhere yeah, in this movie. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. You know, he keeps a stopwatch next well, to his heart. I, I never had that thought because I never thought that that would ever be a thing that happens in a movie again. I feel like every movie I've ever watched, you know, yeah. stopwatches stop bullets. No, but I know. Well, early on when they were being so dramatic and trying to really build these characters, I was like, oh, well, because it's Lincoln's watch, and we're gonna learn about more, like we're gonna learn why this guy likes Lincoln so much, and there will be some key into like well Lincoln thought this way and that'll end up saving his life no it's just a watch flying over the memorial (laughs) yeah yeah with really crappy CGI helicopters yeah the ones at the end where it was during the day oh my gosh it was so bad yeah like the water (laughs) I'm like what the hell yeah and after James Wood told it James Woods told his guys not to fire at the president so many times They, they, they were, still tried to kill him. They were constantly shooting at the president's feet, or like right in front of the president's feet on the ground. I did like uh, the James Woods dying with the minigun. You know, he gets pulverized by it. But oh it would have been cooler if it was Rambo style. That was yeah, ridiculous. That was 80s, 80s style right there. Like something Schwarzenegger would have done. Totally. Yeah. That's why it was awesome. Yeah. But, but again, but like, so totally he spends like half an hour like not completing the numbers. Like, uh, I I have old eyes and I can't read this paper. No, remember, because press, that was setting up that press. he was a dinosaur that he couldn't do it. <laughs> he still had a pager, so it could set up that Richard uh, Jenkins is a bad guy too. Because old people are evil. And even Jamie Foxx is like, uh, well, I don't have the codes anymore. And these James was like, audience, forget about that. I'll deal with it. I have a plan around that. <laughs> okay, that like a convenient thing. We haven't touched on the McPoyle brother that's in the movie either. <laughs> totally. Who he plays so much, unfortunately. literally the king of hackers they re- they refer to him as, which and it's 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 that cliche that you've seen in every in the core, you know, it's that dumb character done even worse. And then at the end he he basically amounts to nothing. He only exists Gordis in the plot. Golden so, Yeah. I'm invincible. Yeah, but that character's way better. Uh, he only exists in the plot so that we have an excuse for them to shoot a missile at the vice president's plane, um, which I guess is important, because they couldn't have just made Richard Jenkins' character the vice president in the script. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, and then he dies because his key card doesn't work and a bomb blows up. Why was he going... Wh- what why did they wire what, what, that door in the first place? And why did the bomb go off? Is it because his keycard didn't work? I don't know. Why <laughs> did it that go character off? was done for? We were finished with that character. He needed to. They could have just never returned to him, and no one would have noticed. But they spend so much time and like try to make him seem cool. Or it would have been cool if you know he was leaving. And they're like, hey, wh- who are you going? And they arrest him, and then they say, let's pull up his file, and his file's gone. He's like, okay, you're free to go because he wouldn't have a file anymore. Leading to the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, Olympus has fallen to, I mean, sorry, White House is down too. <laughs> White House the downer. Is Actually, no, even better, it should be Olympus is, is, is fallen too, and then just have it be a crossover. <laughs> With so Gerard then that guy, that guy is the villain Chan- in the next Gerard Butler movie. Yeah, get Channing Tatum White House there. down, T-W-O. <laughs> oh. Is in two. Two guys. <laughs> you could make it White House down. What was Gerard Butler's title? Has like, was his official job? Was Butler. Uh, well, he, he was a, retired. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, but he got his job back. He end, was a right? security detail on the president, where it, yeah. and the president's wife died, and so he went to a security company. So an after scene for this could have been like Channing, Ch- uh, Ch- Channing Tatum showing up for his first day of work, and then Gerard Butler's like there his, to his new boss. <laughs> his new boss. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, dude, did you even know the they they name dropped Independence Day and a whole oh, yeah. Emmerich movie in it. <laughs> that was awesome. Is it, oh, this is the part where the White House blew up in Independence Day or what did oh, he yeah. say? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, man. 
That's hilarious. Ron Howard's like, remember when I made that movie 17 fucking years ago? Don't you still care? I actually just bought that on Blu-ray this week. Did you? Yeah. Yes. It's a good it, movie. It was eight bucks. Nice. It's worth eight dollars. Yeah. That's why I got it. It's fun. It's stupid, but it's fun. It's better than this movie. It's great if you're like 12 years old, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Remember Will Smith says, welcome to Earth, and he punches the alien? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. It's good. Though I was closing my eyes when I first saw it, because I was like, I don't want to see the alien. Aliens are scary. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not fucking E.T. And it took Christ. me like a month to realize that Brent Spiner was in the movie, even though I was a huge <laughs> Star Trek fan. <laughs> Release me. Cool. So if you want to get in touch with the real nerds, there's several ways to do it. You can call us, 720-6nerds5. You can tweet us, real at underscore nerds. You can email us, realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. Leave us a message there. You can leave a message on our website, realnerdspodcast.com. Next week, you two are seeing The Lone Ranger. Yeah. With, I believe, the Zeestman. Yep. Yep. And you never have to do those information calls anymore because... You have them. Yeah, you have that pre-recorded ending now. That's right. So I forgot that good effort. did that. Um, so yeah, just whatever. Uh, yeah, so yeah, next y- week. Yeah, guys, have fun with the Eastman. I won't be here, but I know you'll do an average show. Whoa! <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you did. I'm leaving. Fuck like you. That, like it'll be slide. it'll be the White House down of episodes. D- uh, Some so parts are funny, do, but I don't. Do know I need why. to do this? Has been an Nebus Visions production. Did I do no. that? Oh, you can man. say this has been Real Nerds podcast. Bye. bye. <laughs> this has been a Real Nerds Podcast. Bye. Bye. I don't say bye because I'm an asshole and I'm Brad. He's not thanking the fans for listening to us. He he wrote in the script that we're recording and say, it's redundant. And I think he should say bye as a thank you to the fans for sitting through our bullshit. I'm about our, efficiency. So Yeah. Efficiency? I think our audience audience is smart enough to know that I say bye no, through I, you guys. Well, I'll tell our audience that Brad just thinks he's too good to say goodbye to you guys. So write into our show and say, Brad, I want you to have a sign-off. Maybe because I am. <laughs> because <laughs> you're not saying anything is really detrimental to the real nerds experience. I don't know. Bye. How come Disney doesn't make awesome posters like this anymore? Can't see. Neither can the audience. Well, it's the old Beauty and the Beast posters or like Aladdin yep. Aladdin and the Little Mermaid that did it too. Man. Because they only have two poster templates now. It's back to the camera against <laughs> wanton destruction or white background with like laughing comedy people and then big red letters yep or yeah, if it's a gotta, hor- if it's a it. horror movie it's like a killer's face and then it's a like the cast member's face is going up the side of it yeah i call that the scream poster and they, they got to do the social network letters on at least one version of the poster you know where the words are on top of the faces and the words like take over the whole poster oh yeah, yeah. yep because social network made that cool thor yeah, well, yeah, Thor did it, but... Cool. Bye. Again, for the fourth time. Thank you so much for listening to Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also stream us on Stitcher Radio. Email us, realnerds at gmail.com. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us, at real underscore nerds. Call us, 720-6-NERDS-5. Like us on Facebook. This has been a Nebulous Visions production. Until next week, bye.